So this week's blooper is how do you tackle plants that have aspirations of world domination? You know the ones, the ones where we went to the garden centre and were seduced into buying this pretty looking little thing in a pot and then we came home and we found the perfect spot for it to go and this lovely beautiful plant just became this voracious thug that grew everywhere, swamped everything and, and took the sunshine out of the garden. So what can we do? Well, aside from just digging it up and starting again and throwing it away, which is a bit of a waste of money, unfortunately, there are other alternatives. So we'll just give you three little hints as to what you can do. The first thing, obviously, if the plant has just grown far too fast and far too quickly, it's going to keep doing that year on year on year. And the main reason for that is if it is a vigorous grower, then it's probably best suited to really tougher spots because the vigorousness of the plant is tempered and controlled by the toughness of the conditions. So you have probably you've planted this plant in really luxuriant soil and it's gone way and just romped away. If you want to keep that plant in the place that it is, then really the best bet is to dig it up and put it in a large pot and sink it back in the ground again, because then the pot will restrict root growth of the plant which will help tame its fast growing. Or you need to dig it up and move it somewhere in the garden where it's much, much tougher for it to grow and then it will that will contain it. Obviously, there are some other plants as well when you put them in and they just kind of spread and squash everything else. Nothing else gets a chance to, to, to grow. Now, again, without just digging it up and throwing it away, another alternative is to effectively lift the petticoats of this bigger shrub. If you can cut away the bottom branches, it will allow light in down to the ground for the plants that are trying to grow around it. Now, that gives them a chance to actually get going and actually kind of go, right, if I can get big enough, quickly enough, then they will be able to get to the light without this hippo sitting on top of them. Hopefully, that will enable you to balance it out a bit, but removing lower branches will be a benefit. And not only in, in terms of light, for the plants at the ground. It'll also improve the light levels all the way through the garden if you can actually temper and tame your, your plants. You'll be surprised how much light is sucked out of a garden by hedging. You know, you think of these great Leylandi hedges, they, they actually seem to be just sort of black holes for sunshine. Nothing gets through them, does it? You've got a six foot high hedge, it casts a shadow the other side of the hedge, and there is no sunshine that goes through. Well, you can't expect anything the other side of a big green hedge like that to, to be able to grow. But if you want to keep the hedge and you would like something to grow, what can you do? Well, the first thing is really sit there and go, how high do I need the hedge to be? Do I really need it to be six foot high? If it's four and a half feet high or five feet high, will it still give me the privacy? But that extra foot of light that comes into your garden will give you a lot more growing space the other side. And secondly, which is a little more radical, but it's a bit more fun, is why not have a hedge hole? Now, it might sound completely batty, but instead of just having this big wall of green, what about cutting a few little holes in so that you get little peep holes or little light holes that light can come in and it'll just make this big green hedge a little more interesting to look at. Daft, I know, but it's worth having a go and gardening should be fun. It should never be boring. And if you do, by the way, make any hedge holes, send us a picture. Email it to me, rachel at plantplots.com 
and we'll we'll put the best hedgeholes out there.